We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for July 17th, 2023, continuing on from the last part. Uh, first info, it's a screenshot of the New York Post, and it's from July 1st, 2021. And we see a picture, Hunter Biden used Joe's VP perks uh, when he was vice president, Joe Biden's VP perks, to pursue a deal with Carlos Slim. So Carlos Slim is also, and here's the picture of them all together. Carlos Slim, Hunter, and Hunter Biden, you know, the infamous devil himself, and then Joe Biden. And this was in 2015, shows a picture of him and three other, I'm sure, devils that are all yoked up, birds of a feather flock together. And uh, that's, we really weren't trying to hide it, I and mean, it was on the cover of the New York Post. Then we have my teachings on John Walsh of America's Most Wanted presenting Biden's son, Bo, an award that has a pedophile girl lover logo. Because the pedophiles, the, the child molesters, have their own different sets of symbols regarding whatever sick, perverted fetish that they like. Like, okay, do you like little girls? Do you like little boys? Do you, you know, this kind of garbage. Well, they've got their own little set of symbology that represents that. So John Walsh of America's Most Wanted he is shown presenting Joe Biden's son, Bo, an award that has the pedophile girl lover logo, which is a heart inside a heart, indicating that the child molester prefers, prefers young girls. And isn't that ironic that here, John Walsh of the NCMEC is presenting, you know, a, a notorious, you know, child molesting family, the Bidens, his son, Bo, an award that has the girl lover pedophile girl level lover logo how ironic can you get um they um this is also the girl lover logo just like joe and hunter biden prefer that's been proven because joe likes to grope little girls and hunter biden likes to you know i'm sure do a whole lot worse both of them and this award was presented at the national center for missing and exploited children the ncmec how it's it's like they're just doing this uh so obvious and out in the open in your face to just mock humanity to just mock them you know and then i did another uh study and one and this was entitled good guy john walsh connected to child trafficking working with the police foster care and the cps um america's most wanted host is perpetuating child abduction then megan uh walsh well of his own daughter megan walsh discusses john walsh adam walsh and child protective services and here's the links to those two teachings i give you that it's in the pdf okay it's not the only thing i talk about but it's part of what we're talking about we'll talk about the cps as well so now let's go further this came out this week more bombshell revelations and multiple listener comments regarding catholicism jim caviezel mel gibson tim ballard the sound of the sound of um freedom movie and the passion of christ movie this came out on Infowars, and it they were promoting um this and um this i i even link you to the video and I kind of modified the text here, but I, I posted a picture of this deviant devil, Roger Stone, okay, who is one of Trump's right-hand men. He's diehard Trump. He's diehard Alex Jones. This guy is a sexual pervert deviant of the highest order, okay? And 
sexual pervert, pervert deviant Roger Stone. Here's a picture of him. And there's a link to a report here. I, I think I'm going to click on it and go over some of the stuff. Joins Alex Jones via Skype. This just happened this week to discuss his and Donald Trump's historic meeting with diehard Catholic Mel Gibson. This just happened. So you've got sexual deviant Roger Stone, sexual deviant Donald Trump, meeting with diehard Catholic Mel Gibson, who inspired and greatly influenced the making of The Sound of Freedom. They're all getting together and, and, and comparing notes, and they're going to they're gonna take back the world for Satan, I guess. So this report... Um, I can't even read a lot of it, even though it's mainstream. Um, it's, it's from the Daily Mail regarding Roger. This is all commonly known stuff regarding Roger Stone. Okay. This is all commonly known stuff. Seeking similar couples or exceptional muscular, I can't say the rest, single men inside of Roger Stone's swinging marriage. They're swingers. They, they like to trade partners. Okay. That's what Roger Stone does. Okay, where he posted ads online and frequented notorious sex clubs with his insatiable wife. Um, Roger Stone and his wife, Nydia, were regulars of notorious private sex club Capitol in, in the Washington, D.C. in the mid-1990s. The club was often home to one big orgy with sex acts openly taking place on the dance floor in back rooms and even the bar with porn, with porn running on the TV sets at the same time. This is the kind of deviant that Trump's yoked up with and Alex Jones has. Well, they're all sexual deviants, so, you know. This is not conjecture. This is... I don't even think I'll... Um, uh, Stone has even disputed any of this stuff. I mean, there's one report after another after another where, where they were caught in the act, and I don't think he made any apologies for any of this stuff. This report gets into it all. I don't even advise you look at it. I'm just reading you some of the headlines so you can understand what type of devil that we're dealing with here just one more red flag surrounding this because they're one of the main things they're one of trump now roger stone alex jones are one of the main ones uh, promoting the sound of freedom and i understand the first video i played from greg reese was from Infowars, so you know I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm glad they put out the truth, though, on that one. I'm not. I'm not uh, advocating any of them. But um, a listener comment um, she, regarding this whole subject, Amy, she says one has to question the timing of the, of this movie and all the hype. How brilliant! How Catholic, the Catholic Church plan out their education. Um, one of the reasons that the church stay is that they stay so strong is their educational system is superior to public school system. Now, I never thought about it this way, but I think she makes a really good point. The Catholic Church is so tied in with their educational system, tight family bonds uh, made and friendships, routine, etc. And then she says, I'm sure that because Scott has observed having gone to a Catholic school, could write much more on this and about people in my family who have the best jobs, the strongest family devotion are Catholic. She says, I'm not saying I agree, but in my personal realm, I'm just reporting basically what I'm seeing. You have the Jesuits, you have Yale Skull and Bones, the ruined public the ruined public education system actually strengthens the Catholics, um, which is a deep demonic scheme. Now, what she means by all that, at least in part, is that I think she makes a really good point, because I did go to a Catholic high school. 
and I get newsletters from them to this day. Um, they're extremely family oriented. They're extremely wanting to stay in touch with their alumni. They're extremely devoted to a lot of the Catholic heresies like the Mary worship and all the other stuff. They're extremely devoted to staying together as a family. And I do believe the education I got there was superior, superior to public school systems. I mean, that's a big reason why my dad, my mom and dad put me there. They didn't care one way or another. They were, they were, you know, I don't know what you'd call them. Um, agnostic? I don't know. <laughs> but they wanted me to have a better education than I would get in a public school system. And so... I do. I mean, I still get the newsletters. I still go through them because I just want to see what's on the agenda. I mean, it's kind of keeping a pulse on the whole thing. And I mean, they're extremely connected with the educational system, to the Pope, to the Mary worship, to the educational system, to job placement, to athletics, to, I mean, yeah, really good point by my listener, Amy, about all this because I have seen it and continue to see it firsthand. Going further, another longtime listener, Scott, and he said, I saw the movie a couple nights ago, meaning Sound of Freedom. It was good. Watch some interviews. Among those, Jim Caviezel was praising Billy Graham for his efforts in saving kids. <laughs> if he only knew. And again, just see my teachings I've done on Billy Graham. Okay. Disturbing. Ballard, on the other hand, I thought he was a Christian from the way he talked in his interviews. Your show caused me to look deeper. And he gave me a link. And it's from AmericanCrimeJournal.com. Operation Underground Railroad earns $47 million in 2020. Now, I'm going to read you some excerpts from this report. Okay? I can't read you the whole thing. It's too voluminous. But some these are some excerpts of this report. Okay, starting. It's important to note that Tim Ballard and R which is O-U-R, Operation Underground Railroad, were riding high in 2020 with impunity. In the public sphere, they were legitimate. No one questioned their claims, and there was not one single critic. I had never heard anything bad about them. Okay? This was the beginning of the end, though. Not a single rescued survivor or family members speaking on their behalf either. Okay, Tim, if you quit your job, if, if um, Glenn Beck believed in you so much in the Mormon church where you could quit your job and go rescue children full time, why is it that not a single, at least at the time of this writing, not a single rescued survivor or family member were speaking on behalf of Operation Underground Railroad? Other than the, the one that we're going to talk about in a second, and that turned out to be contrived. Wouldn't it... Where's where's all the hundreds or hundreds or thousands of children that have been rescued through these organizations? Where wh why aren't they coming forward and defending all of this? I'm not seeing it. Isn't that puzzling? The sole rescued survivor Tim Ballard touted publicly as a R poster child. Okay, remember Operation Underground Railroad. Her name was Liliana, including selling merchandise supposedly designed by her 
turned out to be a total fabrication. R had no involvement in her rescue nor her aftercare. Wow. And there's links to the report where proving that that was a total lie. That did not stop Tim Ballard peddling her story though. Their high risk rescue of her and fabricating her quote aftercare costs before Congress and during an embarrassing White House meeting. Could you get any more satanic than this? You're touting yourself as going out there and saving all these children out of the clutches of these child sex traffickers? And the one that you put forward, Lillian, is a total fabrication? What do you where, where's all the money going then? Right into their pockets. Evidently. Behind the scenes, R was in shambles, though. At a 2020 at a fundraiser after fundraiser and interview after interview, Ballard was perpetuating ad nauseum that by then he was exhausted rescuing trafficked children at the Calexo port of entry during his stint at the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. He was tired, though, of being held back by bureaucratic red tape. Ballard's Mormon connections caught the attention of Mormon conservative commentator Glenn Beck and none other than the acting president of the Quorum of the Mormon Twelve Apostles, M. Russell Ballard, which is no relation to um, Tim Ballard. The Quorum of the Twelve Apostles in Mormonism. So these are the twelve chief devils of Mormonism. So evidently... Ballard's plight caught the caught the attention of Glenn Beck and this Russell Ballard, this apostle of Mormonism. The LDS Church, meaning Latter-day Saints, published Wing, then had Ballard's American Covenant series, and there's a link to that, published. It wasn't a huge hit in the LDS community, so the idea was to exploit the evangelical community to make a profit much like Operation Railroad does today. They're exploiting the evangelical movement and people of a moral moralism. Remember, these are people that would consider themselves moral. A lot of them are, I'm sure, Christians. They're exploiting them via Underground Railroad, via the Nazarene Fund. Be, be careful where you put your money. You want to sow into good ground. I mean, I wasn't even aware of this until this all came out. I didn't know. I didn't know Operation Underground Railroad was even bad. It's, 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 there's so many devices of Satan in today's day and age and so many hidden agendas. It's, I mean, I guess if I had a team or something that was maybe helping me or whatever, it'd be one thing, but it's hard for one person just to, you, you can't do it all. Not complaining, just saying. So another listener, Lainey, and she says, um, just an FYI, I viewed a video several years after the Passion of the Christ with Jim Caviezel and a pastor of a megachurch. Imagine that. I can't find it now and I don't know the name of the pastor, but Jim Caviezel was wearing a red string around his wrist. I'm sure you know what that depicts. That's when you practice the Kabbalah. Okay, red string. I have gone just key in red string in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i mean trump's all um i mean of, of not trump's never been caught wearing one but like ivanka and his um 
daughter and their children and things of this nature. They've all been caught wearing the red string. So many people in Hollywood have been caught wearing the red string around their wrist. Madonna, those that means they they practice the Kabbalah. Why would somebody in Hollywood that you know can go to Fredericks of Hollywood and buy their clothes wear a you know crappy little red string around their wrist? Unless they were trying to convey something, okay. Trump was also caught taught in the Kabbalah. I've got into that in previous studies. He openly admitted it in his books. Okay, so another listener writes to me. He said, "These were posted in the comment section on a Christian YouTube channel reviewing the movie, The Sound of Freedom." Okay, and it says, "People wake up. Tim Ballard is controlled opposition. Don't believe me? Here are the pictures of him. He posts two pictures." One, you could see Tim um, in some type of, looks like conference, and you look, he's got a tie on, okay? And then they provide you a close-up of the tie, and the tie has the square and compass with a G in the middle, which is, which is the Freemasons. You would only be a Freemason, only a Freemason would wear this tie, okay? He's got these square and compass with the G in the middle, they're all over the tie, it's a repeating pattern, okay? Then we have this, this other thing, and it's from the Templar Times, the Knights of Templar Times, the Sovereign Military Order of the Temple of Jerusalem, okay? The Knights Templar. Tim Ballard and the executive producer of The Sound of Freedom, Paul Hutchinson, are all parts of the Knights Templar Secret Society. Here's what's going on. And it shows this website, Templar Times, Priory News, Sovereign, Sovereign Military Order of the Temple of Jerusalem, and it says Priory Mountain House of the Lord. The Priory ha Mountain House of the Lord held a covenant and investiture on the 20th of June, 2015, at which the following knights and dams were invested, basically meaning they were made Knights Templar. Timothy Blaine Ballard, Kirk Emil Chappell, Jerry Liddell Harris, Paul Hutchinson, who is the executive producer of this thing. And the Honorable Sean David Rays. And then it shows other people that were promoted at the event. And if you look up Timothy Blaine Ballard with the spelling, that the only thing that comes up is Tim Ballard. Okay. I mean, that's on, on the, in, in, in the video results, in the internet results, that's all that comes up is that guy. Okay. So, um... And the fact that Paul Hutchinson and Timothy Blaine Ballard both got inducted into the sovereign military order of the Temple of Jerusalem, the Templar Times, the Knights Templar, at the very, I mean, the, the, the fact that they're, you know, he's the main one that the movie's built around, and the executive producer of The Sound of Freedom, Paul Hutchinson, got inducted at the exact same day. I don't, I don't think, you know, the odds of that happening are pretty, uh, pretty uh, rare, I would say. Okay, so going further. Albert Pike said, and this is from my listener, Albert Pike said that whenever the people need a hero, we shall supply him. That's why you see that they are all Masons and that and that they are not infiltrating Freemasonry to bring it down. They're being told what to do and say, and that's why you don't see them exposing any big names or um, corruption, maybe that meant corporations involved in human trafficking. Yeah, yeah, that's why. 
It's all damage control. It's all, okay, look over here, look over here, send us your money, send us your money. We're not going to do anything but actually fund the human trafficking and, and, and get real rich ourselves. That's what we're going to do with your money. But you'll go back to sleep then because, oh, I've done something now. I've, I've given money to this wonderful man of God, Jim Caviezel or Tim Ballard or whoever in the Nazarene Fund. Or, or I've called the, the NCMC, MEC. I, I've used their resources through Palantir and these other things that are all yoked up with the Hillary Clinton and the Podestas and all these other deviant child um, rapists and killers. So now I can go back to sleep because I've done my bit now. That's what they want you to do. That's the whole purpose behind all of this. You know? They figure you may end up hearing about this, but they want to control the narrative. They want to steer you in the direction that they want you steered. They want you putting your money, giving your money back to Satan. They want you giving your time or your efforts in pointing other people to satanic, the satanic remedies they put forth for you. That's what it's all about. Uh, going further, they he said they haven't made any impact in bringing down the human trafficking. Well, it's exploded, actually, you know. More humans are being trafficked now than ever. If the enemy is in control of the messenger who is giving you that message, you are being set up. So studying the messenger is very important totally agree ask yourself why they don't mention the big fish why they don't mention the clintons the bidens and the others wake up please this movie is made up by controlled opposition human trafficking is real but research more about these people behind all of this yeah and that's what we just looked at now that it's established that ballard is actually knights templar tim ballard is knights templar i would assume that if such a high-ranking Freemason is involved, that establishes this is a huge operation, years in the making. Yes, I agree. Studios are suppressing the movie as part of the master plan to give it credibility. Supposedly suppressing the movie to, is the master plan to give it credibility. Film houses across the nation shutting off the AC, refunding tickets. In my theater, they shut off the sound for part of it. All of it increases the credibility of the movie. This is so satanically clever. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to do, do, do some more research on this, though. I wanted to, you know, see if there's, if there's more proof about Tim Ballard being a Knights Templar or being a Freemason. So I had a listener the other day email me and um, told me about a website he was using, a, a, a search engine, and it's called Yandex. Y-A-N-D-E-X.com. I guess they've got an email service as well. I'm pretty sure they're Russian. Well, anyway, I said, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try it because the, trying to find anything now on the internet that they don't want you to find is almost impossible. So I did a search in Yandex and this report had just come out. And I mean, of all the things I'm covering today, this is the most extensive bombshell with extensive documentation that I've seen on this whole subject, if I were to try to cover this one link, okay, this one link that I'm giving you the link for, I would probably have to set every single thing else aside and it would probably take me three parts. I didn't even get to the bottom of it. it there's so many pictures and uh, pieces of documentation showing what unbelievable unmitigated devils the people that's the actors playing in the film the people surrounding it 
the funding, the Carlos Slim aspect, the Clinton aspect, I mean, Tim Ballard, the, the Knights Templar, I mean, it is absolutely overwhelming. Um, Tim Ballard, Utah Attorney General Sean Rays, and the executive producer of Sound of Freedom, Utah Attorney General, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm assuming that's a Mormon, and the executive producer of the Sound of Freedom, Paul Hutchinson, who, who we just mentioned, are all part of the Knights of Templar Secret Society. All three of them have also worked extensively with the Operation Underground Railroad, OUR, which we've talked about. Okay, i give you the link. I can't even get into this. I'd have to add three more parts onto the study to even try to cover it. It's overwhelming. So I'm going to go to the next report and another long-time listener, and they say, you know, this is a reminder. Hollywood sometimes uses the foulest people to play the role of the good guy, like Bob Saget, who we just talked, I've talked about. Kian, S-A-G-E-T, that devil from Full House. I'm talking a devil on a level that, a child-molesting devil that I can't even comprehend. Bob Saget and Bill uh, Crosby. That makes me even more suspicious of Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Satan will always take something evil and package it as something good. Okay, so Jim Caviezel has a pretty face and a gentle voice. Well, like Robert Palmer sang, a pretty face don't mean a pretty heart. Then he pulls this victim act and says how it hurt his career in Hollywood because he took that role in The Passion of Christ, gaining more public sympathy. Yeah, which promoted the Catholic Church. This is clearly all scripted in my opinion. These Christians are also watching too much TV and are, and are under too much mind control. Yeah. I know we all um, will have disagreements at times, but for your listeners to lose, to lose, um, but for you to lose listeners over a man who has ties with the mother whore church that are clearly under some, they are clearly under some idolatry bondage. It reminds me of Billy Graham and how some of the Christians, it, with some of the Christians, it's a criminal offense to speak against him. Despite all the evidence, he was a clear wolf in sheep's clothing. Again, just came Billy Graham, Franklin Graham in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. We will load your boat. The casting couch in Hollywood applies to men as well. They are all whores. It's known what both men and women have to do to get their top roles. Yeah, another great point. Yeah. But see, they played this different. They played like, oh, Hollywood tried to stop us. And in five years, we toiled to bring this. If they really wanted to stop you, this would be stopped. But they realize that the cat's out of the bag with the, with the whole child sex trafficking. Too many people have brought it to light. So they want to be able to control the narrative now. And to point you back to Palantir and, and NC, uh, the NCMEC and the ICMEC and, and all of their, you know, prescripted remedies that they're giving you. And Operation Underground Railroad and the Nazarene Fund and all these things that are going to do nothing but just make these people more rich. Yep. Another listener uh, emailed me and said, sending you a link regarding the Sound of Freedom that I believe could be interesting for you to follow up on or maybe do further research. And it's called Who Financed the Sound of Freedom? Now, we already played that. Okay, we played a 
that was the third video I think we played. I have not felt led to watch the movie, but Jim Caviezel appears to be very sincere. Only God knows his heart, but we can look at his fruit. He's a very strong Roman Catholic. Roman Catholicism will lead people to eternal damnation. I have listened to interviews with Jim Caviezel and Tim Ballard, and they both appear very sincere. That doesn't mean the movie is of God. Yeah, well, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, and I'm not even saying they have good intentions. I think at this point, I don't believe anything regarding any of them being good or having their hearts in the right place. Way too many red flags. Don't tell me Tim Ballard doesn't know where this money, the money's going. Okay? I don't believe any of it at this point. I think they're all in on it. That's my opinion. I've listened to... Um, okay, so then she said, he says Satan can manifest as an angel of light. And so can his ministers. Yes. We, we can pray for Jim Caviezel and Tim Ballard for their salvation. Yes, I have no problem with that. Obviously. Years ago, I read a book by Jonas Clark entitled Exposing Spiritual Witchcraft. I'm not able to copy what he wrote as I do not know the copyright laws that are stated at the beginning of the book. But on pages 14 to 15 of the book, it talks about soulish manipulation. Emotional manipulation can block our spiritual discernment. I have personally witnessed, experienced that in my walk, and I believe that it can also be used by Satan on a large scale like a movie. What is happening to children is evil and horrific. The movie will be touching on people's emotions spiritually in a powerful way, especially if they are not aware of what's going on in the world in this area. We need to be spiritually discerning on how the enemy works, though. There is another believer, Brian Shalhavi from Health Impact News. His site has been addressing the issue of child trafficking for many years. He has an article on the Sound of Freedom movement that you might find interesting. There's a link he gives me. The Lord rescued me from the false religion of Roman Catholicism 34 years ago. My heritage is Italian. Most of my relatives are still Roman Catholic. A few of them have been rescued from the darkness, and we continue to pray for our families to come out of that false religion. I couldn't agree more. These, But these are powerful spirits over the Roman Catholic believers. Yes, I couldn't agree more, and I've witnessed it firsthand. The, home and the Holy Spirit led me through many prayers for deliverance after coming out of the Roman Catholicism. The Lord bless you. Okay, so the next report, uh, something we've talked about quite a bit, adrenochrome. And it's doctor details adrenochrome horse traffic children tortured for the substance in their blood. And he exposes Trump and RFK Jr. as agents of the right-left satanic uniparty, which I couldn't agree more with. I'm not endorsing this guy, this doctor, um, <clears throat> but I believe he's really bringing up a lot of very good points here regarding this whole subject the topic of adrenochrome as your attorney i advise you to take a hit out of the little brown bottle in my shaving kit okay now this is a clip i believe of fear and loathing in las vegas i think i never watched it. i wouldn't advise watching it but he's this drug dude and he's telling his client they're in a hotel room it looks like to take a hit of what's in his shaving kit in the little brown bottle Okay, now this this was years ago. This movie came out, and and um, this is the first time I think that a Hollywood movie had addressed the subject of adrenochrome because again, it's the Kabbalistic principle of warning people about what they're doing, um, so that the game can be in their eyes satanically on the up and up. Okay, and I believe there's there's a principle. That principle is what why they're getting into this in this movie you won't need much 
Just a th tiny taste. So the guys got this brown bottle. This what is this? That stuff makes pure masculine seem like ginger beer, man. Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome? Hmm. Some people are just basically rotten. Anyway, the last thing... And again, adrenochrome is, is a physiological fact. that This doctor's going to get into this. I mean, that, that it's not like it's a conspiracy theory that adrenochrome's not real. Okay, it's... it's, But this is the way they've got this process where they can um, distill it. It's horrific with these children, and then they can sell it to the elite. All you want to do is call this hotel again. They'll trace the call, put you straight behind bars. <laughs> So it shows the guy putting a drop in his mouth and having this weird reaction. And then now it's back to Stu Peters. of adrenochrome has returned to mainstream discussion. Sound of Freedom star Jim Caviezel has brought it up directly. Now, some people suggest that adrenochrome isn't even real, but in fact that it's a lie. No, it's not. It's very much real. Even if you don't believe the full set of claims about it being harvested from children or being consumed as a lifespan-expanding aphrodisiac, well, Dr. Shiva Aduri has an MIT PhD in biological engineering. And just a few days ago, he produced a massively viral video about what adrenochrome is, how a child's body might be induced to create it, and the reason that it might be desirable for a person to take adrenochrome. So let me tell you what this is like. To put it simply, you need stress and anxiety to create adrenochrome. If you're going to do this to an animal, be it a child or lab rat, you have to put it under extreme stress and anxiety. And okay, so he's showing the physiological way adrenochrome is made, what the actual molecules that are necessary to make it under stress and prolonged anxiety. Both molecules are necessary for adrenochrome synthesis are present, which is O2, oxygen, and adrenaline. Yeah, leading to the adrenochrome synthesis. The, again, it's a physiological process. And again, if, if you're not aware of this, Kian adrenochrome, A-D-R-E-N-O-C-H-R-O-M-E, -E, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, I've done many studies on this where we talk about this. That's what and, and it has nothing to do with QAnon either. It's nothing to do with that at all. It's it's a fact. About with just stress, you don't get it, you got to have both. So, this is what I would call extreme torture because if you just have stress, you're not going to get adrenochrome, you have right. to have the stress and the anxiety. Everyone getting this? Everyone clear on this? So, this is the example I'd like you to do the lion is chasing the zebra, that's probably when adrenaline is being released. It hasn't got him yet, it's chasing him. But what about when this incident is occurring? Right. This is when you're torturing the animal, you've got it. This is the anxiety. So, this will release adrenaline in my theory. This releases a superoxide, which is the reactive oxygen. Okay, and what he's showing is when the when the lion actually gets the poor zebra, and the zebra is going down, that's when the adrenochrome would be secreted under the under the you think you're gonna die type thing. That that's when you're not gonna get just get it under stress. It's when you think you're on the way out. I know I've had well multiple times probably in my life where I secreted it when my dad when I was little he would get um, he'd go off and, and have a temper tantrum on me and um, he would um, <clears throat> one time I bought the wrong kind of M&Ms remember that one in particular and um, he wanted uh, he wanted the peanut ones 
and I'd go in there and buy these big bags. It was like in a drugstore, and and he, uh, I brought him the wrong kind. I brought him just the plain ones. And when we got home, man, it was on that bag. He threw it down on the ground. I can remember all the M and M's just going everywhere, and he beat me. And um, then he started smothering me, and that's when you know you blow ballast man that's called the riddick reaction where you pee you poop you do everything you are in you're you're dying i mean you you know and your body's doing everything it can from a protective mechanism but i couldn't do a whole lot as a 50 pound little kid with a 230 pound guy on top of me with a pillow over my head and if you've never experienced anything like that i i don't want anybody to experience anything like that um it's something that you can't describe when you feel like you're 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 dying. I would almost guarantee you I have secreted adrenochrome on probably multiple occasions because I know that feeling of right on the edge of death, right on the edge of you're gone, there's no hope for you. You got a maniac on on top of you and he's there to kill you. And um I mean, I thank God my dad relented. I don't know how many times that happened to me, but I know it was more than once. I, I, I definitely know it was more than, than one time. But I think I blocked the other instances out. It's that one that I that I kind of remember. But, yeah, it's um, <clears throat> these factories, well, not factories, these places where they have these kids, from what has been described to me, is they have all these children. And when you're a child, you secrete, more of adrenochrome and you secrete the highest grade there's five grades i believe it's it's like the whole system they rate them and it's a b c d e or and i'm sorry a b c d f okay just like the things and when you buy it for the elite that buy it they'll buy the different grades the the best grade is a plus now that is particularly from a child who is fresh into one of these facilities where they come in and they torture you, I believe on a daily basis, to get your adrenochrome. Okay, they torture you, and then at the height of the torture, they do some type of bloodletting where they're extracting your blood, and um, then you are, that, that's when um, the blood is taken, and then it's given a grade. Now, I'm not, a, they must run it through some type of, I don't know, something to ascertain the level of adrenochrome in the blood. And as the child is used up, it goes from A plus to A to A minus to B plus to B to B minus until you're all the way down to an F. At that point, the usability of the child, it's he's no longer or she is no longer useful. And that's when they they um, sell them off to the elite to play the, the game or probably for human sacrifice and or maybe sexual whatever. A lot of times they sell them, though, to play that game that Kathy O'Brien talked about as an MK Ultra Mind Control Slave. It's called The Most Dangerous Game. And she played it on Dick Cheney's ranch in Wyoming where they basically, it's like human hunting. And you're, you're stripped naked and they, they turn you out on the ranch and you have all, all these elitists coming after you with, rifles and they hunt you like an animal until they kill you okay and that's when you're you're used up when you're usable life they've used up every single thing they can this is the stuff that goes on by our elite this is the stuff that you know um goes on and unfortunately the network that that 
the sound of the sound of freedom is going to provide you is not going to lead you in a direction where any of this is stopped it's only going to be giving money to the people perpetuating these crimes it's great that they're making people self-aware but but the solution and the remedy they're giving is is the exact opposite of what it should be and they're obviously they're not pointing out that biden or the clintons or trump or any of them are in on any of this stuff okay if if they're being honest that's what would be happening so you know that's just to throw that in so you need this and this you need this and this if you're just chasing it around you get adrenaline so if we want to put it in perspective you need the stress and the anxiety to get this so you need both of this taking place they're probably torturing whoever they're doing this to right this is sort of torture now at least in the animal world they probably do this quickly and get it over with but if you assume you torture it more you're going to get more of this species more of this more adrenochrome so prolonged torture more stress more anxiety is going to get you this so what i want to share with you everyone is i think i have a basis for understanding adrenochrome synthesis yes. and it falls in line with people have been saying they're torturing these yeah. kids this is it, it falls in line with every single thing i've reported on this subject about these centers where adrenochrome is harvested now you'll have the the other ways where like hillary clinton humabedine torturing a child a, a girl and that particular video on anthony weiner's laptop and they're just going for broke that's just okay we're going to torture this child we're going to basically start cutting this child up and i won't say anything more than that but then we're going to kill the child at the maximum point of tear slit their throat drink their blood and then you know drink this adrenochrome fresh from the victim okay this is what hillary clinton and huma abedin and these types of devils do for fun it's also one of the ways that they a lot of times you'll see Hillary and she'll look like she's really, really aging. And then all of a sudden you'll see her like a month later. Now I understand you could get the whole thing about clones and that, and that, that could be a factor true, but I do believe it's one of the ways that they do stay young because it's like this elixir and it's, it's secreted in much higher amounts with children. Okay. At much better, higher qualities than you. And this is a big reason they extract it from children because they're going to get a much better, higher quality adrenochrome than they would get from somebody in their 30s probably even big takeaway that you can say that dr shiva just offered you an explanation for this yeah i think if my name was dr shiva i changed the old name you know shiva being the god of destruction shiva being what's outside of cern okay it's just it's not the i don't think he's running for president i don't think it's the brightest the the, the best course of action that i would uh i would pursue Dr. Adurai is also mounting an independent campaign for U.S. president. You can learn more at shivaforpresident.com. That's Shiva, S-H-I-V-A, the number four, president.com. And he joins us now. Dr. Shiva, uh, thank you so much for coming back. We always appreciate having you. It's been a long time. Yeah. So, adrenochrome, fable, conspiracy theory, bullshit, or does this stuff really exist? Well, first of all, adrenochrome is a chemical, right? that exists, you can actually, uh, I've come to understand, you can actually buy it, right? But what I was interested in, by the way, I did that video, actually, the long form of that video two years ago, when it was very, very unpopular even to talk about this, too. And as a MIT-trained PhD, uh, you're not supposed to talk about this kind of stuff, but I was getting lots and lots of emails, you know, when I was exposing Fauci in 2020, you know, talking about the immune system, people said, hey, Dr. Shiva, there's this thing called adrenochrome and these kids are being tortured and you know there's a 
thesis that a set of elites have access to um, uh, this substance and it prolongs life, it's an anti-aging, right. uh, et cetera, you know, rejuvenant. So I was just intrigued from a scientific standpoint because I think that's what scientists are supposed to do, right? When a uh, idea comes, you explore it fully. The science used to be like that at one time prior to the 1970s when people ex explored all sorts of ideas when there was a not this much censorship and attack on exploring ideas. So anyway, given I'm really not uh, owned by anyone, Stu, I took this on because we have the tools, a tool called Cytosol that came out of my work at MIT, and I said, okay, from a systems perspective, the thesis people were saying was that mammals, animals, children in this case, were uh, put under torture. So that's essentially the systemic issue, right? At a high level, physiological level, people are putting, being put under torture. And the, and the quote unquote conspiracy theory on this is that at that point, the child or the animal in this case is sacrificed and the blood is drunk from it. So, and the thesis is that you have this agent called adrenochrome. Now, adrenochrome is a compound, right? One of the compounds in blood. Um, a simple example. They're I showing all these elite parties in the background with Maria Abramovich, Vic, and Lady Gaga, and all these sick, weird cakes and, and human exhibits that they have, and they're drinking blood. I mean, it is so twisted, wicked, and sick. I, I can't even... And they just do this out in the open. I mean, this is out in the open. Uh, only God knows what they do behind, well, I think got a pretty good idea, what they're doing behind closed doors. It, uh, to talk about is if you took carrot juice and you juiced it, right? Um, the carrot juice has beta carotene in it, but you're also getting other nutritive substances, right? So today, I believe you can actually go buy adrenochrome, you know, on the market. It's sold as a compound. It's a chemical. Yeah. However, this is a larger question, which people need to understand. When you drink carrot juice, it's very different than getting beta carotene, right? Because you have all those other constitutive materials. Right, exactly. Um, in the field of biochemistry, we call them making any one of those materials more bioavailable. And right. we can talk more about that. But at a system- well, That's the whole, the whole premise of eating a whole food as opposed to an isolated synthetic vitamin. It's a world of difference. Level. You know, I applied the systems biology approach to understand if something, in this case a system, which is a mammal, child, undergoes uh, stress or torture, which is very different, how would that lead to the production of adrenochrome, right? So system here undergoes torture, how at the biochemical level? So with the approach that we take from a systems perspective, you're not just looking at one piece of information, the goal is to connect the dots. So stress, as we know, you know, the flight or fight response some people talk about, right? Yep. Imagine someone's chasing you around, right? Um, you're gonna, your adrenaline will kick into gear. It's part of evolution, right? This happens to soldiers. This happens to people who are under incredible stress. It's not part of evolution. We're, we're created that way. So adrenaline, adrenaline, uh, sorry, adrenaline is a molecule which has a very particular structure as that video I put out there shows. And I think when people go review that video, they'll see the chemical structure of it. So how does that chemical structure, adrenaline, get converted to adrenochrome? How would that occur? Well, you have to have what are called reactive oxygen species. ROS is sort of the broad term. So there's a whole range of reactive oxygen species um, our bodies produce when we're, uh, let's say, in a state of anxiety, which is a little bit different than stress, okay? Uncertainty, right? And the example I gave in that is, you know, an animal being chased, obviously, 
the lion is chasing the zebra, it's going to have a lot of adrenaline. But at the point it's uh, literally being held on by the animal. Sinking its teeth into its back or taking it down to the ground and grabbing, yes. Yeah, if it doesn't know if it's going to get away or not. If you ever see a, the example I gave is a cat playing with a mouse, right? One is chasing around the mouse, but imagine the point that the cat captures a mouse. The cat is in a very different state now. It not only was stressed out, a lot of adrenaline was released, but now it's in a state of anxiety. It's not sure of its future. Uncertainty. Well, he means the mouse is not sure. Uncertainty is a very, very important characteristic of anxiety. Yes. Now, anxiety. Right. And there's thousands. You mean you I mean if you're in a position again where you think your death is imminent, and and I mean it's like what I said with my dad, what he did. It's different. It's different if you just take a beating. You know, you don't think you're going to die necessarily. But if you're being smothered, and in my instance, for instance, I mean, it's it's a whole other animal. It's it's a whole other different, like, okay, I'm dying. I'm going to die. And there's nothing I can do about it. That uncertainty that he's talking about, that's what you really have to have in combination with the stress and this extreme anxiety to actually produce the adrenochrome. The paper's written on it. Uh, one of the key things of anxiety is that your body will release reactive oxygen species. Um, and one of the key reactive mm. oxygen species, so I looked at that and, and, and superoxide is O2 minus would have to be released. And in fact, it is released under anxiety. So O2 will take the adrenaline molecule and in that interaction, you will create adrenochrome. So the key point is, um, this should probably be published at some point, but I'm sure none of the major scientific publications, even though I'm publishing, most of them will probably never publish it. That's why I decided to do a video of it and take it right to people's too. So um, what's out there is, you know, unfortunately to test something like this out, you would have to put a mammal under incredible torture. But with Cytosol, the technology I created, we don't have to kill animals. It's a very powerful technology which allows us to mathematically model mechanisms of action. We use it a lot to actually discover how natural compounds can heal people solve all sorts of diseases. And when we did the same chemical inter interaction, you in fact see that you can, go, you can go from adrenaline plus you know superoxide to get adrenochrome. So the key point is we have a mechanistic pathway that explains the creation of adrenochrome coming from stress, adrenaline, combined with anxiety where you create um, you know, ROS, reactive oxygen species. One thing to remember is that you know uh, if you talk to many of the uh, uh, vitamin companies, many of the consumer packaged good companies, massive amounts of research, because a lot of them come to us, are going into what are the nutrients you can take for anti-anxiety. And in, uh, anxiety is very uh, powerful because it creates all sorts of reactive oxygen species, it creates inflammation, but under the right conditions, that example, like you're talking, like I put in that video where the lion is literally drilling its teeth into that zebra, that zebra is from this uh, basis, at least have a mechanistic basis, would be releasing adrenochrome, you know, if this mechanism is being, in fact, executed, which I believe it is. So you, told, um, you, you just mentioned something. You said that the, it's unlikely that this will ever get published. So it's, it's you know, this platform's uh, belief that we have a fake government, a hijacked government, a corporate murderous crime syndicate, actually, and that virtually everybody that's in our federal government is either under the influence of bribery or blackmail. Uh, you and, know. and this... This next part, I, th I think he's going to get into here, or at some point he does, it really ties in heavily with what we just covered about the whole right-left paradigm, about it's all controlled 
controlled opposition they give you the problem they give you the solution they 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 give you their so-called remedies and this this all speaks to that this all is more confirmation that this is what we're dealing with photos at epstein island you know they're being paid by lobbyists special interests they're padding their pockets one paycheck from the taxpayer the other one from you know pfizer and and what have you so if you didn't have anything to hide then i would imagine that you would be talking about this so why is it that our press and you know places like mit for example or our government or nobody wants to talk about this why i mean is in your opinion is that well, I, is that I, kind I of a suggestion of guilt about, about two weeks three weeks ago i did a video another video which got probably about 10 million views and you know twitter as a platform still is highly highly censored and we can have a longer discussion about oh that. yeah i'm being and throttled on twitter absolutely yeah and, and it's elon musk is not the fighter for free speech he's part of what i i did a, a very short video with a whiteboard called the swarm how the few control the many if you haven't seen it you should link it to it because it really yeah. exposes to people that those in power are not just any one individual it's not hollywood it's not the investment bankers it's not big pharma it's not the particular race it's a whole swarm of people who are exactly. highly interconnected and i laid it out and that goal of that swarm and is satan and his fallen angels and his demons and devils are controlling that swarm okay and it's go as high on the food chain as you want to go let's say rothschild's highest family of the illuminati and and they're at the hierarchy in the top of that swarm but who controls them well it's the devils and the demons and satan now he's not going to get into that part but I, i'm i'm telling you that's how it works to perpetuate itself for power profit and control and from a systems perspective one of the big things that you know i promote is the concept of educating people on system science and at truthfreedomhealth.com, people can go learn how to do that because we need to educate people to understand it's not any one point. That's how they distract us. One day it's this person, another day it's this person. But when you understand that the swarm is an interconnected set of people, it involves Hollywood, involves the investment bankers, involves the Vatican, involves the central banks. It's all of these people, a very finite set of people, but they sort of telepathically communicate. The goal of those people is to input into the 8 billion people policies, propaganda, false heroes, like including Trump and Robert Kennedy, uh, who was also on Epstein's plane. And right now, those two, what I call well, the- they both were. So obvious establishment. It's very important to understand, Stu. It's easy to understand Fauci and Biden and the Clintons and Obamas, but the establishment is very clever. They create the not so obvious establishment in a recurring process. In 1984, they used Jesse Jackson. Then they used Obama. Then they used Bernie Sanders, right, to bring all the Democrats right back into the party. Trump, you know, a lot of us who supported him at the end of the day, he supported all of these policies. He was used to bring the right wing back into the establishment. And what is happening right now, Steve, is quite, uh, Stu, is quite dangerous, too, is that the establishment knows, after a lot of the work that I've done in 2020, guys like you put stuff out there, that people are recognizing that the left and the right are one. And it's even more deeper. That's right. So they have to put forward these agents who are actually one of them, Robert Kennedy Jr. and Trump. And the idea is to sucker people back into the establishment. And if you really look at these people, they're, they're all- They're front men. And I, I really believe that's what this whole thing with Sound of Freedom and Passion of Christ and, and you know the, the Jim Caviezel's, the Tim Bauer, I hopefully we've already given you enough to convince you of that. Looking at where the funding's coming from, looking at where they're pointing you to for a remedy, looking at where they're pointing you to to give your money, how, how could you come to any other conclusion that they're front men, that they're playing a part? This is their role. Tim Ballard, Jim Caviezel, Mel Gibson, the whole nine yards, Glenn, Glenn Beck. 
they're trying to appear as good guys. But their remedy is, is ultimately not going to do anything to fix the problem, unfortunately. Or very little, I, I should say. Part of the swarm. Go look at Kennedy's actual history. The guy learns how to speak with forked tongue like a serpent. Yeah, he does. Look yeah. at what Trump actually said he was going to do. He's an RFK Jr. I've done studies on him. I have a whole file on him. I've done so many on Trump, I can't even... They're, they're controlled opposition. They're just, you know, part of the same right-left paradigm. What he did do. And the problem is we have been brainwashed... To basically accept, oh, your personal integrity is different than your public integrity. That your words don't have to match your deeds. Exactly. And, in fact, Kennedy says that. He goes, personal integrity doesn't have to match public integrity. He says that. So we're in a very interesting world right now that the swarm has recognized that people are awakening in a very deep way. So they are pushing forward the not-so-obvious establishment to answer your question, they will not answer certain things. They will go and talk about certain things, but in a very ambiguous way, right? But they won't talk at the heart of the issues, A, because they have their handlers, B, their goal is to sucker people into acting like they're anti-establishment, right. but at the end of the day, they actually support, they're essentially agents of what I call the swarm. And ultimately, the goal is to make sure people do not, on their own, build decentralized, bottoms-up movements, which find people that are, that are one of us, right? Not one of them. So that's what the phenomenon is going on. So the adrenochrome thing is quite fascinating because it's sort of a litmus test. Ooh, I'm not going to talk about that. Now, fortunately, because I have the training, I was able to talk about that in a context that is sort of, you know, you're putting it into a scientific context because sodium plus chloride gives sodium chloride. That's just a chemical equation. Adrenaline plus superoxide uh, will give you adrenochrome. And the conditions from a systems perspective is, is what I've presented. And I think a lot of these guys won't talk about it, too, because they'll all be implicated in this. I agree, 100%. Oh, this is the reason you know, why they won't yeah. talk about adrenochrome, but not only that, as we discussed with Anna Perez earlier, it's the reason why they won't blatantly throw homosexuality under the bus where it belongs, send it directly back to hell where it belongs. This is the reason why they won't talk about the Pfizer injections and the millions of people that are being maimed and murdered uh, at the hands of doctors in so-called medical facilities when they administer this remdesivir and hook people that walked in under their own horsepower up to life support and ventilate them and separate them from their families and put them on cocktails of sedatives that are dangerous and deadly. This is why they won't talk about where the billions of dollars in weaponry went missing from the Ukraine and ended up allegedly in Paris. They were using RPGs that are weaponry. Lockheed Martin yeah. and Raytheon are getting filthy rich. The fossils in the D.C. Beltway, the military-industrial complex, Pfizer butt slut, Lindsey Graham, all these people, these warmongering criminals, they won't talk about any of this. They just want to keep bringing you back to the shiny objects. They want to keep talking about the shine. I've got one minute left here. Final words. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think I think bottom lines to so the Lindsey Grams, the obvious establishment we all know are scumbags. But we need to awaken because from a systems perspective, it is a not so obvious establishment. And the elites know that they can give the shiny objects of a Robert Kennedy or a Trump to sucker people back to the establishment. This may be hard. You know, I lost 20 percent of my followers in 2020 when I had to do the dirty work of exposing Kennedy. Because you could see what oh, he... I've lost. I don't know how many since I started exposing Trump. I'm, I'm losing a ton more because of this Sound of Silence or Sound of Freedom movie exposés. I, I've lost. There's many, many reasons over the last, I don't know, since 2018. Uh, because I've really been going after a lot of these entrenched sacred cows with these political subjects that a lot of people just can't handle. They just can't handle hearing it, hearing it. He said and what he did. 
He says, I'm pro-vaccine. I'm, I, I vaccinate all my kids. And then he says he was going to somehow take the CDC and reform them to create, quote unquote, safe vaccines. You see, these people are speaking from both sides of the mouth. So later they can have the, oh, I said that and this, but you didn't understand me. It's quite nuanced. Right. So it's a very clever state that we're in. And Trump has done the same thing. He completely supported Operation Warp Speed. He didn't fire Fauci. And then he says, now I'm going to get back in. I'm going to obliterate the deep state. Yeah, you know, right. it's rhetoric. It's yeah. not based on actions. And people go look at my history in 2020, Stu. People realize I was the first one who called out Fauci. Kennedy was promoting lockdowns in 2020, strict lockdowns. So it's time people understand that delayed truth is deadly. Doesn't matter if you expose the truth. Now, when did you do it? When? Because now to write a book two years later, after all the damage is done, and do speaking tours and acting like, you know, you did something is nonsense. <laughs> So I think people need to get wise. Go look at people's timeline. When did they say these things? When it was opportune to say them or when it was truly putting their reputation on the line to do it? That adrenochrome video I did two years ago, yeah. not when it was opportune. Yeah. Uh, I know all about being unpopular and having unpopular opinions and having yeah. a whole lot of enemies like the ADL, for example, a great enemy to have. Dr. Shiva, thank you so much for being here. You know, this is, you, they, they won't Be talk well. about yet. Yeah, Dr. Kennedy again, or excuse me, Robert Kennedy won't talk about uh, the bioweapon status of these injections either. Well, he, he, well, he, he won't. And he, and, he, and he basically said what's going on in Ukraine, you know, we're there for the right reasons. Then he attacks Biden. You see, he's a very clever snake. Yeah. And by the way, I challenge him to debate me and he won't. And we have all of his contradictions on vaccines. This guy is truly part of the swarm. Absolutely. He's part of the deep state. Yep. His entire Karen family. Kingston, uh, biotech analyst for decades, uh, you know, did an interview with Bobby Kennedy showing him the pegylated lipid nanoparticle encapsulated in hydrogel and frozen in cry, all this other stuff, showed him all of these things. He has yet to this day to air that 45 minute interview because it completely dismantles everything that he has said. He won't wow. do it, he okay. won't air. But he did invite her to go hiking with him. Uh, yeah. Well, no, we're not going hiking with a Kennedy. I don't think so. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, the reality is, you know, Maureen Callahan of the Daily Mail, who's been following this, wrote a very, very powerful piece. But none of all the grifter mainstream media, I think you're the only one of the few peoples to is essentially giving Kennedy layups because they are getting quid pro quo. Yeah. Twitter has become a banana republic. You say good things about Musk, you get views. You say negative things about him, you're you're put down. You know, I was taken off Twitter, if you remember, in 2020 for exposing the backdoor portal. It was our lawsuit that got the first injunction showing that government and Twitter are one. All that, that was suppressed by Tucker Carlson, Glenn Greenwald, as well <laughs> as even today. So Musk has done a limited hangout. Meanwhile, he actually is promoting the conservative grifters. He gives them views. In exchange, they're supposed to be his lapdogs. Exactly. We live in a very dangerous world because we're at censorship 10.0, where you're given on you're allowed on twitter and facebook yeah um yeah. you're in a digital cage yeah he's right that was basically the end there um so a lot of good points i'm not saying i'm giving some blanket endorsement of dr shiva or anything but man that was some serious points he went over a lot of confirmation of part one and a lot of the other studies i've done and I thought this was interesting, and, and I understand things are predetermined, and this is just more more proof of that. But I thought this was a, a really interesting report. Uh, <clears throat> the fix is in for 2024. Democrats will use the same game plan they used in 2020. Now, this is almost denying the whole right-left paradigm. This is almost written from a standpoint of 
the fix is in because the Democrats are in control and they're going to take away the legitimate win from the Republican parties. Okay, but again, this is all predetermined. It's right, left, it's Coke, Pepsi. Okay, but I, I still think there's a lot of truth that can be gleaned from this. Nominate an unpopular candidate, campaign from the basement, hold a few rallies with 20 or 30 people, mail out millions of ballots, insert drop boxes, use voting machines, late night ballot deliveries after the deadline, keep adding votes to the totals for days after the election, block GOP workers from the counting rooms, and several states use systems that store data in China. Yeah, I think these are all valid points. And Democrats can pull this off, switching the ballots. And then keep counting the ballots in swing states until Joe Biden takes the lead and then declares victory. Joe Biden is the worst president in history. The economy is horrible. Inflation is skyrocketing. The border is wide open. His family runs an international crime ring. The White House has cocaine. He sniffs. He gropes. He molests kids and babies. He can't finish a sentence. He's shipping illegal cluster bombs to kill more people in Ukraine, etc., etc. Politico reported Joe Biden is running his re-election campaign on the cheap. Evidently, because he's so good, he, he can afford to run it on the cheap, evidently. The president has hired fewer than 20 campaign ads. Aides. His team has yet to be announced uh, to announce a 2024 headquarters. His first political rally this year was paid for by other organizations. In an interview with Politico, the Biden campaign co-chair, Jeff Katzenberg, said frugality is no accident. And it isn't going to change anytime soon either. He said, quote, get this, right now we have a fine-tuned race car here. Biden. A fine-tuned race car, he calls Biden. At some point we will build out a big substantial competitive organization enterprise, he said. We don't need to do that. It would literally be a waste of money. Okay, now we're totally shifting gears. I kind of wanted this to be the part of the start of part two, but it didn't work out that way. Globalist elite are planning a finance shock and climate controls to launch their great reset. Just a short video here. This is Dabu7. Huge moves being made here as the financial world is about to get rocked. It seems a series of events are about to unfold and they're telegraphing all of this, letting it be known that it's going to happen as they always do. The question is, is will the sheep hear this and plan accordingly? We've been warning on many different fronts of several different factors that seem to all be coming together. One of those is this whole climate thing that they're pushing. They're going to use it as their new fear-based tactic to scare people, which they're doing globally, and also to usher in more control. In the midst of that, there looks to be a financial crisis that is going to put everybody on their rear and that's going to really deplete the U.S. dollar down to where they want it because they're tearing this whole thing down as part of a reset, you see. And to be able to implement anything new, they have to do away with the old. So that is very much part of this global great reset that Jamie Dimon, Bill Gates, and all these wealthy goons are a part of. That's why they're wealthy and allowed to stay in the seat that they're in, because they go along with the show. But Jamie Dimon himself here stating that he believes, by their estimates and predictions, consumer savings accounts will be depleted by the end of this year. Meaning almost everyone out there that is sitting on money, which they can see right into the accounts of everyone. They can see who's saving what and all of it. And 
They're predicting by the end of this year, within the next six months, all that saving, savings is to be depleted completely. And this is money people were starting to stack up at the beginning of lockdowns and everything else. The unraveling of the dollar is going to continue as planned. Everything is going to continue to get more expensive. And this crisis that's about to be implemented with the money, they may let the dollar come down lower and lower and lower and lower. And it's going to cause hell for everyone in America and anyone holding the dollar. As soon as BRICS launches in August officially this gold-backed reserve currency, the whole world is going to shift. You could go to a 10-year-old and you could ask them, I've got two currencies, one in each hand. One's backed by gold, the other isn't. Which one do you want to take? They're going to take that one backed by gold every time, turn around, take it right into the bank and walk out with gold. You cannot do that with this crappy fiat money that we've got right now that's been depleted ever since they took the gold standard away from it. So the U.S. dollar was backed at one time by gold. But this next time, it's not going to be the fiat cash currency. It's going to be moving you into a trap, the digital trap of the CBDC. And that's been the plan the whole time. So expect that they're going to keep on putting this pressure in terms of climate stuff while they burn down all of Canada. They could pop off earthquakes, huge hurricanes, who knows at this point, keep flooding places out in mass as they're doing, and they're going to point the finger at the people saying that it's your fault. While guys like Jamie Dimon, John Kerry, and others are ripping back and forth on their private jets, dumping more carbon than you will ever produce in your lifetimes in a single day. We're getting played. It's time to which again the trees would absorb in, you know, the form of carbon dioxide, and it's the air that they breathe. It's what makes them live is what causes greening of plants. So, even if they were doing that, it wouldn't be a problem. People rise, and you need to educate the people around you about what's about to go down, because it's about to go down, and it's all as planned. And that means America is getting drugged down into a third world country atmosphere by design. Right. Join me on the live stream. Okay, so we have that. And just some kind of, kind of rapid fire here. Um, top globalist banker admits absolute control to be exercised with digital currency. Okay, so this is just a brief clip from Alex Jones. Again, you've heard all the warnings I've given you about Alex Jones, but... This isn't really so much Alex Jones talking, but this top globalist devil banker that is informing the world of what their intentions are. Environmental, social, and governance of ESG agenda once had the staunch backing of billionaires, but now corporations are backtracking and they're trying to rename it or repackage it. The point is it's in a lot of trouble. Well, it's the essential core of the global social credit score on the macro level and then down on the individual level it is the universal basic income that is tied to your individual social credit score so here's the bank of international settlements rejects crypto as money but says that they're going to come out with their own esg backed tokens that they will use to control every facet of your life he says central banks will have absolute control over all money. Here's a clip. 
for example, in cash, uh, we don't know, for example, who's using a $100 bill today. We don't know who is using a 1,000 peso bill today. So in other words, they've got to know who's using a $100 bill or a 1,000 peso bill because evidently that's their satanic right to um, infringe on our privacy that way. Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. Yeah, I mean, in other words, the CBDCs are a digital prison. If, if, you, if you go into this and you start using this, it is a prison. It will bring us to China uh, probably quicker than any other thing that they could implement. And also, we will have the technology to enforce that. Yeah. We played a clip on Monday uh, at the uh, Davos meeting in China, WEF meeting. W will you guys? And this guy that just talked, he was the gen he became the general manager of a bank for international settlements. He's morbidly obese, you know, um, and he uh, on December first, two thousand seventeen, formerly governor of Bank of Mexico. I mean, he's just total Luciferian uh, there. That clip up where he says the same thing, another one of these globalists. But the point is, that's the head of the Bank of International Settlements that all the main banks track their agreements through. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I wanted to play that clip. Uh, next clip, BRICS launching gold-backed reserve currency, diminishing U.S. dollars power. I, I've been reporting on this a lot lately. I'm just giving you more brief updates to kind of give you more of a heads up of what's actually going on here. This is Dabu 7, and things are accelerating quickly around the globe when it comes to CBDC's blockchain and the implementation of all this tracking. The BRICS, which is a conglomerate of different countries opposite the United States, they have for some time been trying to come together and launch a currency together. Now, the cat is out of the bag that they are doing so. They are introducing this brand new trading currency that is backed by gold. It will officially, officially be rolled out at this August summit right around the corner. They state that the gold standard will be a great benefit to strengthening their currency. You now have 41 countries applying for BRICS membership. All these countries jumping ship in Saudi Arabia already signaling this is the way that they're going. Once all this happens, and it's official, official come August, this is going to damage the United States dollar big time. Because many countries are then going to dump their dollars. This is going to hyper-devalue your dollar, meaning it's going to be harder to buy things. Things are going to get more expensive than they already are. And as we've seen through this project they've launched globally, to set up these CBDCs and this tracking in every single country. This is what is happening. So the only way that the U.S. dollar is going to be able to survive in this climate, if you ask me, and it's all staged and by design, is that they try to enforce a digital currency on the United States dollar, a U.S. CBDC, and they too try to back their currency buy gold. It is the only way 
the only way that anything is going to hang with this new BRICS currency. When there's something stepping onto the world stage backed by gold and nothing else is, everyone is going to flock to this because it will be immediately redeemable in gold. These are huge moves that are going to be life-shattering for some. And they're bringing down America. This may well be the death blow or one of the big blows to it. Yeah. We'll see how low it will go and how low they'll bring it before they try to throw it a lifeline with the CBDC, which really isn't a lifeline at all. It's all a ruse. Can't you see? This is the staged event to bring it all down so they can get their way in the end one way or another. I warned you that they would use gold to entice the people into the CBDCs, into the blockchain. In the end, and here they are doing it, this BRICS move is absolutely massive. I can't state how big it is because it's going to damage Americans' way of life like they've never known before. It's going to blindside many, like a freight train coming. But those of you that have kept a, a low ear to the ground trying to stay on top of things and see what's coming, well, you should know. It's here. Right around the corner. So get your ducks in a row. Like I said, all the lemmings going to get blindsided by this. We've warned you over and over and over. Join me on the live streams. Okay. And the last report along the same lines, top economist. Uh, central bankers are planning CBDC currency implants under your skin. A prominent German economist says central banks plan to concretize concretize uh, central bank digital currencies or CBDCs in the form of microchips implanted under your skin. A technology that would enable absolute governmental control over personal finances. Well, the, CB, the CBDC is going to enable them to do that, whether it's under your skin or not. But that's a whole other level if you've got taken the old microchip. I was taught by a central banker that the CBDCs look evidently these implants look like a small grain of rice that they put under your skin said professor richard werner who devised the now widely used and according to werner abused bank practice of quantitative easing in a recent interview with ivor cummings central digital bank currencies in contrast with other forms of digital currency used today require that individuals open bank accounts directly with central banks such as the federal reserve giving governments control over the citizens access to money you have to think of cbdc's as a control system or a permit system not a currency werner explained adding that the level of control would, would be such that our money would no longer be truly our own werner who shared that he has spent time at various central banks believes such plan implanted um cbdc's meaning the microchips are a violation of human dignity adding that central bankers realize this is a common opinion among the masses and that that is a quote hurdle and again this is why i've been warning about this since the inception since this all came out because this is what leads us this digital currency whether you want to call it blockchain whatever crypto i all of that digital currency the concept of that leads us to the mark of the beast leads us to an implantable chip in our right hand or forehead without which you won't be able to buy, sell, or, you know, these types of things, as the Bible talks about. Now, I understand that's well into the tribulation, but here we are. This is, they're right out in the open, telling us this is their plan.
they say there's a problem of trust because people suspect that the governments and central banks are just trying to roll this out under the under in order to monitor and control and restrict transactions they're absolutely right said warner adding that that is the restriction transaction that is the true attraction for central planners to this powerful technology yeah absolute total control according to warner in the initial phase the cbdc's will be introduced through phone-based apps as other forms of digital currency are currently used why hasn't this been rolled out yet well there's actually no need for it right this right now that's that need has to be created warner said he further predicted that central banks will use a carrot and stick approach to persuade people to adopt cd cbdc's under the skin starting with generating an economic crisis that will induce a demand for universal basic income ubi meaning you're going to be totally dependent upon the government werner speculated that banks will claim that they need the latest technology and then they'll implement the cbdc chip implant in order to run the ubi effect efficiently the professor believes the COVID outbreak which provided a pretext for the imposition of vaccine passports was the one step toward their end goal of implanted cbdc's such will allow for the den denial of access to goods and services according to the government mandate compliance so in other words if you're not towing the party line and doing being a good little brown shirt then you're going to be denied access to goods and services um likewise former u.s assistant secretary of house housing catherine austin fitz revealed that measures being implemented under the cover of COVID-19 laid the, laid the foundation for a new global central banking machine and technocratic regulatory and economic model that permits far greater central control. She stated that a digital surveillance and a social credit system will enable the central bank controlled credit to be adjusted or turned off on an individual basis, you know, depending on if you're being a good boy or girl or not, according to Satan so that's all i have for today uh, god bless you and lord willing we will see you in the next audio